With Virgin Media, you can build up the entertainment and tear down the price. Switch to Virgin Media today and get super-fast broadband and TV for just €49 a month for an awesome 12 months. The sale that stacks up. Now on. See virginmedia.ie and check out how our mobile sales stacks up too. T's and C's apply. See virginmedia.ie. 12-month contract. Offer ends 27th of February 2019. Everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from the blustery cold of an autumn in Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up on today's episode, we're going to talk about the Bible. We're going to just talk about the Bible. Just, you know, that incredibly coherent that, and uh, the word consistent of God. document that we know is the Bible. It's the Word of God. Clearly. It, it has to be perfect. Well... Yeah. Perfect. Well, I mean, and you know, unless you go with our guy, Joseph Smith, who said that, that the Book of Mormon is the most perfect book. Well, that's... Yeah, he did say that. Ever. Yeah. In the world. Yeah. I I, I, don't, I don't know. What's, what, what's your take on that? Uh, who am I <laughs> to contradict Joseph Smith? I, I You're a wise man. I don't know how there. I... Yeah. Because it's really difficult it's, to, it's, to, to, to quibble with anything. In the Book of Mormon? From, uh, or yeah. from Joseph Smith's mouth. Right, right. You know. Especially when he does such a good job of quibbling with him with his own damn self. Yeah. A bunch of the times. And we're going to be doing, we're going to be pointing out. We're going to let the Bible. That kind of stuff. We're going to let the Bible quibble with in itself a little yes. bit as well. Exactly. Okay. Um, so. Uh, well, Dan. Yeah. Um, for those of you who are actually looking at your device and notice that this is episode 98. 98. We're coming up on. A our, round number. Yeah. Our 100th episode, which is a major, uh, feels, you know. Feels like a bit of a milestone. That's a mile. That's an accomplishment. Yeah. Not a lot of podcasts yeah. get that far. Yeah, exactly. We're almost two years in. We've been blathering on for a while now. Consistently once a week. Yeah. We've, yeah. we've, we've, we've really worked hard to be consistent in that yeah. way. And eh, we don't always hit the day precisely <laughs> like last yeah. week, but yeah, but we at least get one out once a week. Yeah. So, 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 uh, so we're celebrating Yeah. and here's how we're doing it. You guys, we're, we're asking you guys for help. We mm-hmm. want, we want you to call into our voicemail yes. and, uh, and, and, and share with us a TGIA moment that you've had. <laughs> Perhaps. Not unlike a driveway moment, if you're listeners yeah. of public radio. Yeah, we yeah. just just I mean, if something was uh, was particularly nice for you, mm-hmm. if uh, if anything was particularly funny mm. or particularly moving, or mm. you know, you know, made you hate us or like us or yeah. something. Yeah, tell us your story. We want to hear your story. We would like to hear it. What you do? Your is you, TGI story. You call in to. Uh, four two four six 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 eight four four two. That's correct. Uh, it'll cut you off if you go over three minutes. That's also true. So keep it short and sweet. And we don't. We we weren't. We're not gonna. If if you get cut off, we're gonna leave you cut off. Well, I mean, okay. If it's really important, you can you can call back <laughs> and say the rest of it. And we'll, I don't want to be though editing and splicing together. 50 people's 50 stuff. 50 people's things. No. But we would really appreciate 
hearing your stories about how <sighs> our show if our, you know if our show's done anything nice for you we'd love to talk to hear yeah. from you or if it's just been a major bust for you <laughs> right just right call us and tell us the moment when you became most disillusioned <laughs> when you became a- aware that <laughs> you were listening to a bunch of tripe <laughs> to two guys sitting in a purple room <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll we'll remind you of that later. But but yeah, that that's that's how we hope to celebrate our our hundredth episode. I think that'll be nice. Yeah, it'd be that'd really be nice. nice. It'd be really nice. Yeah. We one of the things we love is 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 feeling like there's a a back and forth with our listeners. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I speaking of back and forth with our listeners, uh, my first story happens to be a. Uh, a correction? Not a correction, but... A continuation. A continuation of a discussion that we had last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week we discussed that... Who's that guy that wears the funny hat in Italy? Um, <laughs> You're trying to think of somebody. <laughs> the joke isn't coming. <laughs> the, uh... It's... it's uh, Pagliaccio? Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, it's the Pope. Oh, okay. and uh, And we talked about him, and we talked about... I you were you were a little more circumspect, probably wisely, mm-hmm. but I decided that I I think that this pope might be making moves toward slow, you know, making making the first little moves toward changing some certain church policies, uh-huh. laying groundwork, okay, uh, including gay marriage, uh, contraception, abortion, right, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, well, a number of our listeners. Uh, first, I'll give I'll I'll give credit to the first one that sent anything in, which was Bob. Okay. Uh, Bob said, "Not so fast." Right. Yeah. No. Because here's what happened: Pope Pope Francis. The big headline is Pope Francis excommunicates Australian priest who advocated for gay marriage and female clergy. Yeah. 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 Thanks for pointing that out, Bob. Yeah. So so yeah, I mean, yes. Uh, this has happened. Yeah. Now I have a few thoughts about this. I don't. I don't think it necessarily means that I'm wrong. I don't <laughs> think that. I don't think that I'm right though. This, we're 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 teetering okay, Dan, wildly into more. speculation land, of course. <laughs> but here's the yeah. deal. Well, I mean, here's and that's a, that's my problem with the whole thing. Of course, it's speculation. It's all speculation. Ugh. I don't know. Well, here's the deal. Um, this letter that this guy received. Uh, came to him dated uh, May, um, and it's it's basically it's now mind you he had left proper Catholic uh, church. Oh, he had already done that. What he had done is he had gone to a um, uh, he had started his own weird ministry, and I'm not I, it's like for post Catholic folk type things, sort of. So I mean, he ex- he fully expected to be defrocked mm. already, mm. Um, because he uh, because he had left his ministry and and sort of pushed he he'd started a group that was basically pro gay marriage, pro ordination of women. Okay, um, so he was already in direct contradiction to church teachings. Yes, so he fully expected to be defrocked. He, what he or laicized. As it oh, can also be known. Really? He could be laicized. So 
Okay, that's what he was expecting, but he was excommunicated. Right, which is a very rare move on the part of the Catholic Church. Wow. Um, so, so yeah, he, he feels that he, he followed his conscience on women's ordination and gay marriage. And now, here's the other weird thing. The letter, which he received from the Vatican, mm. was all in Latin, which I guess they do, right? and gave no explanation. Wow. Just, you're out. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not saying that like it's a conspiracy theory or something. Oh, it, I'm just saying that's it's, weird. It's, it's smacking of conspiracy theory. I'm not saying anything about well, it. I'm just saying it's weird. You know, I'm going to point out some some weird things here. Well, I'm not Glenn Becking this thing. Everybody, I want... I'll I, let you decide what it means. I'm not but saying I'm, that here's it, some weird. I'm things. not saying that any of this is in support of what I'm saying. I just thought that it was weird that it had no explanation. Oh, on it. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Okay, ah, that's weird. I do think it's weird. <laughs> You're being a jerk. <laughs> I'm really it's not. Just, I'm really not supporting my own so, claims here. It's it's just really. I don't know, Dan. It it seems a little rare to me when you are so willing to just like to go down to this path. Of just pure speculation about right. something that has absolutely no foundation. It does not have no foundation. I gave you the foundation. <laughs> there were quotations that were the okay. basis of this yeah, foundation. Glenn, okay, not Glenn Beck. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying right now I'm not Glenn Becking. I was Glenn Becking last week. But, I, I, but it's not Glenn Becking because Glenn Beck just knows for a fact that all of these things are signs yeah, of yeah, the, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, what, what, okay, here's, here's my question for you, Dan. Okay. Um, why... Is it, it seems, it, you seem attached to this idea. I, and, and I want, I just kind of want to know why. I want to know what I, okay. it is that's, so here's, here's that's what going I, on with you. Like, why do you need the, this Pope to be the radical reformer that he clearly really hasn't shown himself to be yet? I don't. But here's what I do see. I see a changing world in which any church that's caught left behind on these issues is going to become increasingly anachronistic. So any church is eventually going to have to come around on this stuff because the world is going to accept gay marriage. It's just going to happen. That's how it is, period. That's a, you know, I think that's a big statement, actually. Okay. I, 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 think, that, I think that you can say that we, we definitely see a strong, I mean, it, it's, it's pretty easy to say now in the United States that, okay, gay marriage, I mean, everybody on the left and the right, Everybody just admits it's it's going to happen. There will be gay marriage in this country. Right. Europe's the same. Europe is pretty much the same, sure. right? As long as you stay in nicely in in the West, in the Western of, Europe, of, of, of in Europe, you know, and that might that might. But inch it's, hap it's into happening in Eastern Europe. It's happening in South America. It's happening, it's in, happening Central in South America. America. But like, but it's I happening mean, in parts of Africa. Yeah, other parts of Africa are decidedly not doing it yet. Exactly, and and so, I mean. Yes, there is a strong movement, and but it for me, I don't want to take for granted that this movement is just a foregone conclusion. Well, I just I know it will take a long time in 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 light in human lifetime uh, thing uh, sense of the word. It will take a while, right? But I mean, I look at how these things play out, right? I look at the concept of slavery worldwide, which there is still some slavery worldwide, but it is, but like legally, it has finally disseminated around the world that you're not allowed to have slaves. Sure. 
I look at race relations worldwide. And there's still plenty of racism even just here in our country. Right. But legally, mostly around the world, and, 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 and for the most part, morally, racism is decried. Mm-hmm. I just that's, – that's the direction of history. That's the flow of the river right. of history. Uh-huh. So all I'm saying is, to my mind, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to stop the gay marriage thing. And, and, and eventually, churches that are not on board will look like churches that are not on board with, say, race relations. Right. The mixing of the races or whatever. And I – okay, so – that's all fine and good. Uh-huh. What have you? What? I I just don't see the 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 foundational work that this pope has done yet. Besides being really like making a really good strategic PR move. Okay, I see it as shifting the focus, and I think that's a first step. I mean, I'm not denying that it. I'm not saying that it couldn't be a first step. I just don't know. That he's making it a first step. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. It's just a guess. I freely admit I'm not sure about it. You're not prognosticating here. I'm no. I'm not. I'm not a prophet. <laughs> I'm not claiming prophecy. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Uh, hmm. This uh, Pope Francis. This this. He's an interesting gra- one. This, I mean, I'm I'm fascinated with him just because he is like so beloved. Yeah. And and the media. You know, I read a, something this week that was talking about how the media is just totally giving him a pass on on so much, yeah. Because they've decided that he's this that the 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 consensus is that he's a likable guy, sure. And so now when he says something, it's always framed in, oh, he's a likable guy. Whereas if Benedict had said the same thing, it would have been like, what is he talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, well, if Benedict had tried to call some people who, like, had written him a letter, they would have, like, screamed and hung up. <laughs> this is Pope Benedict. Ah! Not no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, click. <laughs> Not rats and murder. <laughs> you have reached. <laughs> I am the Pope. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, okay. I mean, I think, I think... Yeah, Benedict wouldn't have called people. That's part of the dealio. Well, whatever. Anyway, so yeah, this guy, this uh, this Greg Reynolds, this formerly father Greg Reynolds, and there's a picture of him. I love this picture with the grumpiest face ever holding his letter. <laughs> he is mad. He's just like, mm. oh, he's a Meh. he's a he's a Ratzenberger <laughs> priest. He's just mad. Grr. Grumpy man. So apparently, uh, he. If he was he, expecting it, why is he that grumpy? Well, he was expecting to be laicized. Oh. The thing is, I think he's the first. He claims that he may. He thinks he might be the first person in Melbourne to ever be excommunicated. Really? Yeah. So, hmm. it's a it's a big shock for him. And uh, oh, and also, <laughs> this might have something to do with why he has the grumpy face on. Um, when he resigned. As the Mel- as a Melbourne priest, which he did before he got this letter, oh. uh, he was offered five thousand dollars as a payout for his thirty two years of service. Though he says the usual figure is about fifteen hundred dollars per year, which in his case would equal forty eight hundred forty eight thousand dollars. Wow! 
Slaps in the face what? from the church. What is he going to do now? I think he's going to be even more adamant that the Catholic Church is wrong. Mm. It occurs to me. Well, he can continue with his, his little ministry. He definitely can. As, as some ad hoc pro-gay <laughs> excommunicated priest. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a good thing to do. There's another weird thing that he was, he all of this came not at the behest of his archbishop, which is usually how it happens. His archbishop apparently did not request this. It just came straight down from Rome. Wow. Skipped all of the the things. Pope Francis. There you go. Pope Francis. The hands-on sort of dude. Yeah. He was like, "Uh uh-uh, shut that shit down. Although I wonder if this wasn't put in, like, if the wheels weren't set in motion like way earlier on this, and he just rubber stamped it. You love Pope Francis. I mean, this is established, Dan. Is it? Yeah. You're, you want to find the benefit of the doubt every time you turn around with Pope Francis. I think there's conspiracies happening. (laughs) Dan Brown, look out. Here here comes Dan Beecher. (laughs) Another Dan B. Coming yeah. down the road. Yeah. Publishers might pick it up just because I might look a little like Dan Brown. Do you? No, not I might look, but it on the oh, cover. Okay. The what name. does Dan Brown even look like? I have no idea. I think Ooh. I think that's a conspiracy. That's a conspiracy. He, enough. he oh, looks God. like the Pope. Oh, oh, oh. Or he looks like uh Jesus. Uh 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 what's his name? The guy that plays uh the plays his character on Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. He looks like Tom Hanks. Oh no. Or he looks like that French actress. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so are you done with that? Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, there was a school, a teacher, mm. let's just say a class. <laughs> now, um, now you've said three totally different things. In high school. Okay. Uh, in a school district in the Nashville, Tennessee area. Oh, this, is, this bodes well. Um, I'm seeing a, a picture that says Hendersonville High School. So I think that's the name of the school. Okay. Well, anyways, what could go wrong with a story that starts on our show with with Nashville, a, a school in Nashville? <laughs> I, don't, I don't see how anything could go wrong there. Well, there was a wor- uh, an honors world studies uh, class mm-hmm. uh, that um, the teacher decided to take uh, some students on a field trip. Okay, um, to visit a mosque and a Hindu temple. Because they were doing like a world religions segment, right? Okay. And, um, well, some parents in the area started started questioning the judgment of this teacher. Shocking. (laughs) I'm shocked. (laughs) And were concerned that there wasn't a Christian church (laughs) and perhaps even a synagogue, if one must, uh, on... The list, right? Yeah. It, it, why isn't it even? Why is why 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 did this teacher feel the need to take them to this thing? These other places. These other places. He is trying to indoctrinate them. Clearly, clearly, they're being indoctrinated. I mean, these kids don't know what the inside of a of a Christian church looks like. No, they need to be shown. They've never experienced, never that seen that in their entire lives. Right? Yeah, absolutely. They, they need that experience. They. It's not like Christianity is what all of them were raised on and is completely and utterly ubiquitous in our society. Clearly not. 
Um, and so the parents are very concerned mm. about the pro-Islam bias, right? In uh, in this class, uh, and clearly, what the parents are upset about is the mosque. Mm. The Hindu temple is harmless. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> we all know. We know it's harmless. Hindu temples are just a place where you go for a celebration and you, you throw colors at each other. Yeah. That's all. No, no big deal. No big deal. Uh, but this mosque, who knows? Who does know? Who knows what that imam at the mosque could even what, – what, what did he even say to these kids? I know. He could have told them things that he believed. I know. As just, though they were true. Just awful. And so uh, the school district has decided mm. that um, there can be no more field trips uh, to uh, religious sites. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Yeah. I mean, done. obviously that done does, and done. Obviously that doesn't mean Christian, right? They can go still go to a Christian. Oh, no, place, yeah, right? they can go to Christian churches. <laughs> yeah, not really. Yeah, those aren't really. That's not religious. Like religious. That's just correct. That's just yeah. That's just obviously accurate. That's what you do. That's what we all are. <laughs> so that's not, that's, that's not going to offend anyone. Oh my You're god! Not trying to convert anyone. It'd be interesting. At a Christian church to Christianity. If, it'd be interesting if after the ban, after this ban on field trips to religious places, mm -hmm. somebody actually took kids to a religious place, to a Christian place, and see if anybody raises an eyebrow. Yeah. At that point, though. <laughs> if any eyebrow was raised, that teacher would be in some. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That teacher can't do it. That, that teacher needs to back out. Yeah. But yeah, crazy, right? Yeah. Well, um, no, totally expected. And why? Because that teacher knew full well what he was getting himself, he or she was getting themselves into when they did this. <laughs> they can't have been so ignorant as to think they would just. Take the kids to a mosque and to a Hindu temple and not feel anger. I think I think a, a teacher, righteous anger. A teacher of an honors class, such as it is, would want to, you know. Oh, I get why. You know, he would want to take them. And, and, is it and, a he or a she? I, I don't know. Okay. Um, and uh, you know, clearly, this is a very good, very positive. Um, you know, educational experience. Yeah, it demystifies what a mosque is, right? And so humanize these people. And in an area like Tennessee, hello, yeah, much needed, right? Yeah. We need a generation of kids who really don't care. <laughs> who, who oh, don't, a mosque. Don't feel like you know, they have to. Who cares? Yeah, don't feel like they have to put up ten crosses for every one. You know, crescent. crescent? <laughs> That goes up. Could <laughs> not think of that word. Moon. Oh, brain, brain, don't fail me now. Oh, poop. Yeah. Just I mean, did. we've been to a, we've been to a mosque in Tennessee. Yeah. Well, outside of one. Well, yeah, to it, not in it. Yeah. We went. We went and looked at it. Yeah. yeah. I've only ever been in one mosque. I've never been in a mosque. You've never been in a mosque. No. We should do a church review of a mosque. <laughs> Who can be bothered? It's like pulling teeth, people. Yeah. Getting this guy to do something. Let me tell you. <laughs> I've been to a mosque. I was there for a very sort of official reason. I don't need to go back to a mosque. Uh, okay. It made me a little uncomfortable. I'm just going to say. Yeah. It actually made me a lot uncomfortable. 
Why? What was so uncomfortable about it? It's just mosky. <laughs> was it a musky mosque? Yeah. No, was, I mean, it's a nice little mosque. It's the one out in West Valley City. Sure, sure, with the um, onion domes and stuff. Yeah, it's a good little mosque. Um, as far as mosques are concerned. As mosques go. Yeah. There you go. It's cute. They've done a good job. It's surprising, actually, where but, it's at. But why were you so creeped out? how large out? it is. Um, I don't know. People were, like, praying and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take my shoes off. <laughs> okay. It just was weird. Okay. No, yeah, I, I, mean, don't, actually, I don't like taking my shoes off. Mosques are actually really, really open places. For the mm-hmm. most part, from from my understanding. Right. Unless they're um, plotting a bombing, they'll totally let you in. No, yeah. I mean, clearly when the PowerPoint is up on the wall. <laughs> they don't want you to. Uh, outlining everybody's roles. Were there women? Was it, was there Were there women there also? Women are upstairs. Okay. Because they, um, they do have to separate them, don't they? Yeah. And oh. they... Um, yeah, so I obviously didn't see what the upstairs was all about. But there's like a balcony that overlooks the main floor. Well, you know what's interesting. So I'm going to transition now. This is this is a good this is a a good segue oh. into our next thing because we're talking about women and men in Islam. Oh, and my next uh, story is about a woman in Saudi Arabia who mm. has been uh, sentenced to uh, two hundred lashes and six months in jail. Okay, what did she do? Now, she initially had been sentenced to 90 lashes. Oh. But it's been upped to 200 lashes. Why? Well, the initial conviction... Oh, God. This this hurts so much. It, like, genuinely hurts to do this because we're supposed to be funny and this is not funny. Okay. She is under... She was arrested because she was gang raped. (laughs) And she was arrested because she had been out... Without a male family member. And what happened to the men? Uh, Oh, nothing. Yeah. It was her fault. So she originally got sentenced to 90 lashes and then she spoke out to the media. How could this happen? (laughs) How could this happen? And her lawyer spoke out to the media because she was the victim and she very rightly claimed that she should not be. In trouble, right? Uh, so they so speaking to the media was enough of an offense to get her lawyer. Uh, his license is removed, oh and God. he is ordered not to speak to the media anymore. And she is now going to suffer two hundred lashes and six months in jail. How, what exactly does a lash entail? What I is have, one lash? I don't know. I mean, I, it, I mean, I get that it's a whipping. Yeah. But, but like, I don't. What kind of instrument are they using? I mean, they're, it's clearly uh, not like a rattan cane or something like that. I think a, a cat of nine tails. I think it's. I think it's just. I think it's a a a, a whip, but not like a not like big bull whip. I think it's a a little thing because you you can't you can't have a huge whip right do a hun- do two hundred lashes no, or there'd be nothing lashes. left right. So it's got to be something. Gonna be very little left as it is. It's going to be something that's like that, that gives you a really sharp smack, but that doesn't like rend flesh from bone or anything like that. I yeah, it's not going to feel good. No, it's going to be awful. I mean, and then six, and then six months in jail. 
Oh, you know what? I was wrong. I the the court uh there there are prison sentences for the the men who convicted who were convicted of raping. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, um, that was I, at least there's that. Right. But uh but but even but she's the victim. She's she is now the victim of both seven men raping her and the society her, her government and and society yeah. condemning her. Yeah. Um, Canadian government has gotten involved. Uh, they, they describe, you know, they, authorities describe the sentence as barbaric. Um, and that's not going to stop Saudi Arabia. Well, Saudi Arabia, you know, Saudi Arabia has a lot to lose in the world because they, you know, their entire economy comes from export. Right. So they have to kind of keep the rest of the world happy. Yeah, but it's it's an ex, it's an export that we have a hard time. (laughs) <laughs> not uh, doing without yeah. yeah that's true we like our oil yeah convince the oil companies not to take their oil and then figure it out yeah yeah she uh she tried to receive the i i guess the trick uh, i guess what happened was that uh in 2006 which is when this occurred when the in- original incident occurred the rape occurred uh-huh. um uh, she said she tried to retrieve her picture from a male high school student she used to know. And uh, while in the car with the student, two men got in the vehicle and drove them to a secluded area. And she was raped there by seven men, three of whom also attacked her friend. Okay. All right. It's just, it, Wow. And And so now Saudi Arabia is... Kind of embroiled in some sort of yeah, international I mean, whatever. Yeah, but I mean, not it really, really. Sound it's, like it's, it? It's, it's not like I mean, this is the, this isn't this isn't leading the news. Yeah, the U.S. State Department spokesman Sean McCormick said, "I think when you look at the crime and the fact that now the victim is punished, I think that cause that causes a fair degree of surprise and astonishment. It is within the power of the Saudi government to take a look at the verdict and change it." That's the diplomatic way. Well, that of, is diplomatic. That's the diplomatic way of saying, "Well, if I were to make a statement about this, that statement would condemn it." But I'm not. But I could. But I'm not. Right. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's see what diplomacy can do. Yeah, indeed. We'll have to have an update as the if, story goes if forward. If anybody pays any attention to this after this, you know well, what I mean. At this point, it's, it's just... been covered. There'll be a follow up with someone. There'll be, you know. You know, there'll be organizations in this country that are pissed off and following it, but it yeah. won't be, I mean, sadly, it's not, it's not in the news. Right. Right. Not mainstream at all. Just crazy. All right. Well, I don't know where to go with that after that. Just do a Damn. story. Um, all right. Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. They're, uh, they're going to change their look policy oh which is the look of their associates on the floor yeah who are selling their crap because they okay. are, they are notorious for only hiring hot people right who have a certain look you're not hot enough to work here yeah they're now abercrombie <laughs> you have to be hot <laughs> to work her yeah an interview that requires you to, men to take their shirts off Really? No, it's not true. It should be. It should. It should be true. But they do. They hire like local, you know, oh, oh, young well, strapping 
lads. Yeah, they do hire strapping l- lads, not like models to stand mm-hmm. there shirtless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, Aber- their look policy will now allow hijabs. <laughs> <laughs> After they let a girl go, who worked in the stock room. Oh my God! Who in the stock room, a, a headscarf. Um, uh, let's see. Ume Hane Khan, stockroom worker in San Mateo, California, uh, was let go in 2010 for refusing to work without her religious headscarf. Mm. Uh, Khan, who had worked at the store for four months without incident, uh, filed a religious discrimination complaint with the Equal Opportunity Commission and or Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Sure. Um, and uh, which then sued the retailer. Mm. And uh, she has been. There was a settlement uh, where she gets um, seventy-one thousand dollars. Nice. Oh, she gets to split seventy-one thousand dollars with another woman who oh. was not hired because of her headscarf. I see. Well, that's all very interesting. I at least though, cause I was worried. I will. I have to admit, I was worried because I thought you were going to say that they were now allowing fatties. <laughs> Thank God, it's just the headscarves. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you have a headscarf, you can probably be a fatty too. <laughs> I don't know. They'll get their quota in on one I person. Actually, I actually know. I have met people who have clearly not who have been like eminently the most qualified person and have not been hired at Abercrombie because they were chubby. Why would they want to work at Abercrombie? Why would anyone want to work at Abercrombie? Have yeah. you smelled those places? Oh, God. They're awful. It's just, Have I you smelled the mall outside? I can't even walk past that places. store. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Abercrombie. Yeah. Even the outdoor mall. Yeah. That's where our Abercrombie... It's outdoors. <laughs> and I still have... I have to cross the street. Because <laughs> I can't stand the smell of that place. <laughs> it smells fierce. It does smell fierce. Do you know how fierce that place smells? Do you know what? The thing about Abercrombie that offends me the most, though, is the Abercrombie kids oh, right God. next to it. That's offensive because they'll have like little, they'll do the exact same marketing campaign. Yeah. But with 12 year olds now. Yeah, but hot 12 year olds. Super hot. Yeah, there's a problem with that. <laughs> what? Some, yeah. What are you talking about? It's disgusting. Yeah, it is. It's really, really, really bad. You know what? I wanna... And the smells coming out of that store. <laughs> this overwhelming smell of play-doh right exactly <laughs> no okay i am calling on all of our listeners to boycott abercrombie not for moral reasons just because it's stupid mm. their fashion's not great it's just stupid <laughs> the whole thing it smells bad that's why i'm calling on a boy yeah. calling on every calling for a boycott yeah i don't yeah yes i object heartily to how their hiring practices yeah. and all of that stuff i don't care boycott them because of the smell Wow, damn. And the fashion. Yeah, that's probably a boycott that would go further. <laughs> Indeed. It actually probably would achieve more with that boycott right. than one about their employment. Exactly. Yeah, and you'd get more people's attention as well. <laughs> Indeed. Than if you were really calling for a boycott because of their employment policies. Oh, Lord. So, yeah. anywho. But yeah, nice little update from the retail world. Yeah. They're, and they're bullshit. Hijab, the hijab. Hijab. The the war on the hijab. We we uh, I think you and I are, are firmly on record as being totally okay with people wearing hijabs. Yeah, hijabs are great. Again, just the headscarf. 
is what we're talking about here. We're but not talking I, about face covering. Right. We're I'm talking just, about a woman who covers her head. Yeah. All right. I don't care. I think it's ridiculous, but go do it. Sure. Unless, you know, you're Audrey Hepburn driving in a convertible, in which case you need it for your hair. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a totally that's a different <laughs> story entirely. All right. Um, Billy Graham, famed mm-hmm. uh, uh, televangelist Billy Graham. Yeah, okay. His grandson, one of his grandsons, who is strangely named Boz Chvidjian. Boz Chvidjian. That's his last name? Chvidjian. What's Chvidjian? I don't know. It looks like Armenian to me. Ooh, okay. Uh, anyway, Bob Chvidjian, who he is a, a Liberty University law professor. Oh. Um, Liberty, I believe, is that conser- is a Christian university. Yeah. Yep. He probably doesn't have a law degree. <laughs> he doesn't need one. <laughs> but he is interesting. He has been uh, studying. He's with a group that's been studying um, uh, abuse. Uh Investigating abuse, sexual abuse, and and other abuse within religion. Okay. Um, We always think of, you know, when you think of religious sexual abuse, what do you jump to? Priests. Priests. Catholic priests. Catholic priests. Yeah. He says... Because they are major perps. This man, Boz, old Bozzy boy, is an evangelical. Uh He says, I think we are worse. Who's worse? Evangelicals. Really? He says he's been looking into it, and, uh, and Protestants... He says Protestants can be very arrogant when pointing to Catholics, Uh-oh. but uh, in especially in mission agencies and mission uh, situations, yeah, apparently it is rampant. Oh my God! Really? Rampant. Oh my God! Yeah. Mm. He says he's yeah he's he's just talking about. Uh, there's a lot of silence around it. There's a lot of inattention. Mm. Um, a lot of things being swept under the rug. But um, but apparently it is just it 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 is it's going crazy. I mean, it, it, it I guess once you once you bring it up, it makes a lot of sense. Of Why would it, it just be Catholics right. that have this problem? Right. Uh, apparently, so so there's a group called uh, Godly Response to Abuse in the Christian Environment or Grace. Oh, oh they worked nice. really they hard work to hard get that, that one. Oh, that's nice, though. It's been they've been investigating sex abuse allegations, and uh, in the summer they spearheaded an online petition uh, to to try and get to to try and uh, out this problem, mm. which is good. So mission agencies, uh, which is where it's most prevalent, often don't report abuse because they fear being barred from working in foreign countries. So in mm. order, so these agencies wow, kind of in order to get to go to all the fun places and you know teach the Haitian victim, you know uh, earthquake victims about Jesus. Right. They are sweeping uh, a, a, a a a rash of abuse under, under the carpet. Ugh. Wow. Yeah. They, they need to update that uh, that play. What turned into a movie? Doubt. Oh, oh dear. Don't they know? I don't have an evangelical version. I don't know the movie Doubt, so I don't know. Isn't it Doubt? Oh, oh, that used to be a play. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see it. Have you seen the play? I saw the play years ago. But yeah. I thought I went with you, actually. Yeah, I think we did go to that together. I think, yeah. Okay. I think that was one where there was some sneaking in involved. (laughs) Yeah, oh, that's right. We snuck into that play. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, we're bad. Mm-mm. All right. We're bad. <sighs> All right. Uh, well, Dan. Yeah. I, I've got a little got a little question for you. Okay. Okay. What did the Mississippi judge say to the Sikh? Uh, I don't know, Frank. What did the Mississippi judge say to the Sikh? Remove that rag. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's the worst punchline ever. <laughs> oh, my God. That yeah. is the worst punchline ever. Yeah. So. Um, Remove that rag. Uh, Jagjit Singh. Uh, was no, I'm going to guess that's not the judge. Not the judge. <laughs> He's a practicing Sikh, and therefore he has a, a, uh, turban. a turban. Yeah. Right? A rag, if you will. Or, or, or just a rag. Yeah, right. <laughs> the correct term in a Mississippi court is right. rag. Well, how else do you justify calling them ragheads? Yeah, well, clearly. Obviously. Yeah. Um, he was um, in uh, <laughs> the local county justice court. Um. For for what? Because he was pulled over in January uh, oh. for a flat tire. <laughs> and first, uh, in this long line of insults, uh, he was harassed by the state's Department of Transportation, the, the officers who wrongly assumed that he that that his kerpen or his small spiritual sword that seeks oh right carry that's right um uh, was illegal. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um they uh sir remove your weapon they called him a terrorist of course they did and uh and then they arrested him for refusing to obey an officer's lawful command (laughs) to to take off your sir please remove the tiny little sword yeah so then he was ejected uh from the courtroom this is back in march (laughs) um god and that he and he was told that he would not be allowed to re-enter unless he removed that rag from his head. Uh, so, um, yeah, yeah. Now um, there is a uh, ACLU suit. Of course there. Is. Well, yeah, there has to be now. Yeah. God, that's just I. Wow. The I'm folks in the south. If you want to be perceived as less ignorant, you have to stop acting like this. You have to stop electing judges who are going to behave in this manner. Yeah. Judges! Judges. A judge. A judge! Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's that's outrageous. Yep. That's outrageous. Okay. Yeah. Have you heard of uh, Turban Day, though? No. Oh, oh yeah! This was the day when they they t- teach you how to put on a, a yeah. turban, and they just, just like set up in the park or some public space, and or Sikhs do, mm-hmm. and uh, they're trying to just get some good uh, public education going in right. this country. That no, they're not trying to demystify the fact that they wear this headgear. Yeah. Well, and the more that they can interact one on one with yeah. people in this country, because first of all. I like the Sikhs. I do too. I like them a lot. Like I've looked into what they're what they're all about, and I mean they've got some bullshit just like everybody. Uh, yeah, of course, of course they do. But they're they are nobody to be afraid of. No, like not even remotely. Although they do carry those little swords. they do carry those little swords. They could do little cuts. They could they they could they could probably poke you <laughs> in a way that would feel most uncomfortable. If it's sharp, 
the blade would be large enough to do some damage. I don't know how sharp it is or anything it's a, like that. It's a freaking letter opener. Yeah. It's yeah. not, yeah. But nonetheless, it's ceremonial and it's meant to be worn at all times. Yeah. Well, not just sure like their times, just but, like their headgear. Yeah, exactly. And so, but anyway, so. I just love. I love like no Muslims dress like that. No, no Muslims wear that. No, that but, turban, that that style turban has nothing whatsoever to do with Islam. It is not found in Islam anywhere. Yeah, not that I know of. I can't think of a single. I mean. The whole raghead thing comes comes should be a reference to what you see Arabian guys wearing, or right. you know, all, yeah. or, or they wear some head stuff. They do right. wear towels on their head. <laughs> yeah, but but not the. Uh, he just needs to get his insults right. Yeah, look at this cute kid. Is wearing, that wearing a turban? Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. There you go. Well, if you guys know of. A part of Islam that does wear turbans. You yeah, can you can know. you can let us know about that. You can reach us by uh, by content by sending an email to podcast at thankgodimatheist dot com, or you could leave us a voicemail at four two four six 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 eight four four two, or you can uh, just go onto the Facebook yeah. and that's facebook dot com slash tgi atheist, and then, yeah. and we're there, and you know I write some stuff every now and then. You can and click that little like button. Click the like button. Click the like button. You're not going to get hurt clicking the like no. button. Come on. No one will even notice. Nobody would know. <laughs> you might People lose, will notice. You, you might, might lose family members, but it will be fine. Or your job, depending on sure. where you live and yeah. who Just get your employer is. You better get your privacy settings down. But Yeah. But you're good. You should be able to protect yourself. Like with us. With some good privacy settings. Like us. People. On Facebook. Anyway, uh, hey, we got uh, we got a little audio coming up for you. Yeah, this is a new favorite, uh, <laughs> Prophetess Cindy Jacobs. Oh, Cindy, she is a delight. She is cute, and she's the whirlwind of God, right? That yeah, we played yeah. One or two episodes ago, right? She was saving yeah. Tulsa, or not? Uh, no, no, Topeka, Topeka. That's yeah. right. So now, 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 she's uh, she's practicing medicine. Yeah, I began to just move out powerfully in faith i gave this prophecy there's someone here you were in a car accident and it destroyed your right cheekbone so literally there's a hollow under your cheek you have no cheekbone where are you you see that even takes faith to ask someone to stand up when you're ministering like this rather than generically get words there is someone here that has this condition and so this woman stood up you could see she'd been in a car accident. She had that concave, you know, to uh, look to her cheek. And I said, reach up and feel it. And she did. And as she rubbed her hand over her cheek, when she moved it away, you could see God had grown the bone right under her hand. Praise the Lord. And that's also happened to me before. God showed me the root of the root of some things that had allowed sickness into me. Uh, unforgiveness had come. And what happened was I forgave those people. And guess what? I got healed. I got totally healed. I once had a grapefruit-sized tumor in my body. And the Holy Spirit showed me the source of that, why it had come from a root of unforgiveness and a root of wounding. 
And I, in fact, it was, it was near, you know, behind my female organs or whatever. And the Lord showed me that Satan wounded me as a woman. And so therefore I was carrying that pain in my body until it grew into a tumor. So forgive. <laughs> that, that's all it takes, Dan. What a lovely message. Get a little tumor. Just, just find someone to forgive. Who are you not forgiving? Do you have Me? cancer? Who are you not forgiving? Yeah, I think that's that is the public health message that right. needs to be out there. Right. Right. Exactly. Now. Yeah. If I prostate cancer, who have you not forgiven? Who? Yeah. Satan has now created something in your man bits. Yeah. Who are you not forgiving? Yeah. Clearly. I just love I I I will say this. It take clear her her grapefruit sized tumor must have gone away because it takes some ovaries to claim that you healed a woman whose cheekbone was gone. <laughs> to claim that like her cheekbone reappeared right there and you know, oh, right I've, then and there. I've heard people tell these stories before. Well yeah, it just takes balls. I, I heard a guy tell tell a story about his own healing. Oh, about how he had, he had one leg that was shorter than the other. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Yeah. And, and, uh, and it got fixed and it got fixed. And he, uh, he had, there had been some praying or whatever, some faith healing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the way that he told the story, I remember because it was shocking to me when he told it. Um, I was a teenager when I heard this story. Um, he said well, this, that he was, this wasn't a Mormon, was it? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Um, he was in laying, he got, it was, it was the morning Mm. and he said he turned to get out of bed and he put the one foot on the floor and then he put the other one that normally was a lot shorter and like a thunder clap it hit the floor. (laughs) Cause he, he thought he had to put it down further. He thought that he was going to have to stand up and he had like special shoes because it was really a lot shorter. Wow. And now his legs were the same length. Oh, praise Jesus. Because God had healed him. Praise Jesus. Yeah. Praise the Lord. So, I mean, these stories, I mean, people tell them to you first person about their healings. They sure do. And it's like. And how do you say no? How do you say, how do you, how do you look them in the eye and say, say that's no? bullshit? I don't know that you can. You can't. So what do you do? You smile and nod. You say, I I mean, okay. That, that, I mean, this is a very valid question. Yeah. What do you do what when do you someone do? says, this happened to me? Because yeah. I've heard that too. Yeah. Someone has come to me and said, X happened to me. X happened to my yeah. wife. X happened yeah. to my whatever. And I used to work at this multi-level marketing company. Oh, dear. I wasn't a multi-level marketer, but I worked in their call center. And then I ended up in their will call desk. Okay. And uh, people would come in and they would tell us the craziest stories about what this what this noni juice had like <laughs> done, right? Right. The, the cancers that it had cured. The, oh yeah. The I I a friend who worked there actually was telling me and and somebody who like I totally totally respect, right? Uh-huh. Is telling me about how she like had hurt her knee hiking. And then she wasn't like getting better, and well, she there was always all the noni fruit around the, the office, right? And so she just started taking a shot every day, and lo and behold, her knee got better. <laughs> and I don't know if she was kind of pulling my leg, but like at the same time, like uh... like there were tons of stories around the office of people being like, "Oh yeah, my gingivitis is gone," <laughs> you know. I had, it's the yeah. same thing. It's the same thing. 
But what I, do you say to someone? I think I think there's nothing you can say. The last thing you should say is, "I don't believe you." Yeah. I mean, if they're if they're like, "Do you believe me?" You can say, "Well, no." You can be honest. Right. But the other thing is that you weren't there. And so you don't know. <laughs> you don't know, but you know. But you know. You know. Because, but I'm saying if they said, "What do you think of that?" I would say, "Well, I wasn't there." So huh. so Okay. I, I I don't know what – I mean, you know, and I would also Do say – Do you have any documentation? That's what I would ask. <laughs> right, right. I would like to Could see I evidence of this. Could I please see the, your, your medical records right. from when your leg was five inches shorter than the other leg? Right. Also, were you, see, were you seeking medical attention while this was occurring? Yeah, no kidding, right? Because that's the other thing. You hear a lot of stories about how I went to the hospital and then God healed me. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I think I smell something on that. Well, I'm pretty sure that with my thumb thing that the doctors didn't heal me. Yeah. Pretty sure it was the vinegar. <laughs> I finally started listening to people who were like, just put it in vinegar. Okay. Get rid of that, that, that problem. All right. I had a gross thing on my thumb, people. You did. It was gross. It was from the trip. The South did it to you? No, I had it oh. on the trip. Don't oh, you remember yeah, all yeah, my yeah. thumb, the thumbnail problems? Right, yeah. And then it just spread to your whole. And thumb. then my whole thumb went crazy. It was disgusting. I couldn't it even was look at you. You can see the scar. It yeah, looks, it looks like. Um, Don't ever hitchhike. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say Darth Vader's head, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just saying you show that to people, they're not pulling over. No, hey, use the other thumb for your hitchhiking. Yeah. <laughs> your right thumb is now your and hitchhiker. I'll, and I'll thumb. show a little leg, too. Um, I probably wouldn't do that. I, I don't know. I got, <laughs> I got some gams. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we have a little... We have one uh, missive. We don't. We didn't get a lot of, of, of communication this week. People didn't know what to say. People had no idea episode. what to say. They were just like, ooh. Um, well, we'll see if we listen this week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mackenzie wrote in uh, on the Facebook page. She she sent us a, a message awesome. on the Facebook okay. page. She said, hello, boys. Uh, first of all, thank you for making my morning so colorful. I have to be careful when I'm cooking. or when, I have to be careful when I'm drinking coffee and listening to your show. I've ended up laughing and spitting coffee all over my steering wheel. Spit take. That's, yeah. It's a danger. Yeah. People. I am, people, please be we careful. We have caused spit takes. <laughs> I know, right? Actually, that just makes me proud, Mackenzie. I know. It warms the cockles, doesn't it? Uh, anyway, uh, okay. Just be careful. So I need a bit of advice, she says, from okay. my friendly atheist. My mother-in-law, she says my monster-in-law. I guess I should just read it as she wrote it. Uh-oh. My monster-in-law is all into church and Jesus, and she knows we are completely not and are raising our kids to be free thinkers, and we don't do Jesus in our house. Uh-uh. Recently, my husband and I f- keep finding storybooks and videos in the kids' <gasps> rooms that are Christian-based no. stories and books. We kindly remove them and send them to a farm to live. But how do I address this issue with her? She's not really open to other people's thoughts to begin with, and I already don't have a good relationship with her. Uh-huh. So, any ideas to stop the Jesus bombs? <sighs> oh. Well, Mackenzie, okay. So, I have a few impulses. Like, my first impulse is... My first impulse, which is probably wrong. I'm going to preface this by saying this is probably the wrong way to handle it. But my first impulse was to is just to go to her and say, "We are we are the parents of this these chi- children, mm-hmm. and you have no right, yeah, to interfere with how we're parenting, yeah, 
And if you continue to do it, and then you fill in the blank with whatever consequence you're comfortable with. Are right. you com- comfortable with denying your children their grandparents? Blah blah blah. You would have to. You would yeah, have to discuss a, that with your husband. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's why I and think one that's, that, that's a step that I don't know one really really wants to take. But you can't. I mean, you can't say. You, I mean, you have to have. You know, you have to be. You have, if you're going to take a stand, mm-hmm. you have to know where that stand ends right. and begins. Probably a better idea mm-hmm. is just to let your kids read the books. Who the hell cares? Teach them about, I mean, have conversations with your kids about what grandma believes, about why how silly it is, why you don't believe that. And, you know, just talk about it like, well, what do you think? Do you think it's possible that somebody walked on water? Mm. What do you think? Do you think it's possible that a whale swallowed somebody and they lived inside that whale's tummy the whole time? I don't think so. Right. I mean, the way to take the the venom out of this is to just say, well, grandma believes this, but mommy and daddy don't think that that's true. Right. I think you're going to do a lot more favors for your kid that way because you're already going to get them processing this stuff. So that, yeah. when, it, so that when it comes from other sources that you can't control, mm-hmm. the kids are going to just be able to, they're already going to have a foundation for understanding it. Yeah, that's good. That's that's, good. That's pretty good advice. And then grandma can just do whatever she wants. It's th- at that point, it's just grandma giving the kids funny, weird stories. Right? Grandma's a little kooky. <laughs> just, everybody and, has a kooky grandma, right? You know? Right. Yeah. I mean, if you had a German grandmother who was giving you stories about gnomes or something, or you know, I don't know if the Germans believe in gnomes. I'm just saying, like, if you had a an Icelandic grandmother who was giving you troll books, right? And they believe in trolls, right? It's not like you'd be like. We don't believe in trolls in this house. You can't give my kids the troll books. So, why is Jesus any different than any other fairy tale? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it, but it is different, Dan, and that's that. It that's true. That we, I mean, we can't be too simplistic here. That's right? true because, because every, Jesus, a lot of people around your kids are going to believe in this. Stuff. Exactly right. Things that are easy to dismiss, things that everybody knows um are, are are totally fake like santa claus right N- you know at a certain age click you don't believe in santa claus anymore so it seems harmless right right to allow that kind of stuff into your house if somebody's a little scarier with jesus it's a little scarier because you know they could end up basing their life on jesus right something I, could click grandma sure. could say something that, that clicks with these kids right which is why i feel like getting out in front of it is the better idea no it's not it's a it's not a bad idea at all the other thing is, you know, then you can say, and let's find the good things in yeah. this. Let's yeah. find the good ideas in this. But also, let's remember, yeah. I mean, you know, give them some object lessons. Just literally, if you if grandma gives them a book about Jesus walking on water, take them in their little, in their little you know, uh, swimming suits to a pool uh-huh. and say, let's try walking on water and see if it's possible. Yeah. Let them know. Let them see that it's not a possible thing. Right. It'll, I mean, and the next time they see grandma, they're going to be like, grandma, grandma, we tried walking on water like Jesus. And it didn't work. Jesus is not true. <laughs> like, yeah, the kids will eventually tell grandma that grandma will eventually probably just back off because she realizes that, that, I, yeah. that she's creating too many opportunities for. Right. The more clever you're under, you're very cleverly undermining what she's doing. Right. And, and again, what I wouldn't do is say things like, 
Well, Grandma believes that, and that's stupid. We don't believe that. Give them good reasons yeah. not to yeah, believe that. Show them the reasons why we don't believe that. Because right. it's so easy to disprove. Right. It's so easy to just test the theories. Yeah. And that way you're awakening their sense of wonder. You're awakening their sense of sort of of science uh-huh. and what's, you know, ta- you're awakening all of that. Inquiry. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're inspiring inquiry in your children rather than telling them, no, we don't believe that. Don't, you know, there's no reason to give them dogma against it. The universe is, will disprove it just fine on its own. Yeah. I think that's that. I don't know. I, and then again, the hell do we know we don't have kids? Yeah, or uh, I have a mother-in-law. You though. do have a mother-in-law. I mean, that's and the I, thing. The thing is, do you, what's more important to raise a fuss or to you know keep relations okay? Yeah, and I think keeping relations okay is a pretty important thing when you're you know when you got a family thing happening. Yeah. So you know. If you can be clever enough with it, and if you can keep a dialogue strong enough with your kids, then you don't have anything to worry about when someone tries to come along and te- and tell them something silly. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they can be fortified against grandma. They'll <laughs> withstand anything. Probably. That's right. That's right. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on to speaking of the Bible, the Bible, and silly things that people believe. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna explore some uh, some contradictions. Yeah, in the Bible. In the Bible, I think I, I think we've mentioned on our show the uh, the the website bibviz dot com, which is Bible Visualization something dot com, but b i b v i z dot com. Fantastic site. It's such a fun site. Delightful, in fact. You go there and it's like it's got this very visually pleasing. Oh, it's lovely. Graph. It's, it's good design. It is good design. Yeah. We like good design. Yeah. Yep. And then and then you can just run your cursor over it and it will just sort of point to you. It it represents all of the books in the Bible and it points to like where they contradict each other. Yeah. It's yeah. all Bible contradictions. Yes. Uh so and you know, they, they take several several sources to help them. The skeptics annotated Bible is one of their sources and uh and there's some other things. So mm-hmm. we just decided we would pick some of the funnest Mm. That we mm. that we found and uh, and just explore uh, contradictions. Do you want to give us a contradiction, Frank? Yes. Okay. Uh, my first contradiction, the one that jumped out at me, was the question: Does God repent? Oh, well, interesting, right? Why would God repent? Well, right. And if you were to read Numbers twenty three nineteen, it says, "God is not a man that he should lie; neither the son of man that he should repent." Yeah. First Samuel fifteen twenty nine says, "The strength of Israel will not lie nor repent, for he is not a man that he should repent." That um, makes total sense. My concept, my conception of the biblical God, mm-hmm. that that gels with. In fact, here's one that he is even first person. Oh, good. Malachi three six, for I am the Lord; I change not. Yeah. If you don't change, you don't repent. Right. Exactly. Right? Okay. Repentance means you've done something wrong and you're you're changing your ways. Right. Yeah. And this this makes sense. Yeah. So So what could possibly contradict that? Well, Genesis six six and it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. <laughs> oh. Oopsie. Yeah. Oopsie doodle. Um That's a bit of a problem. Exodus thirty two fourteen. Uh huh. And the Lord repented of the evil which he thought to do unto his people. Whoa. I mean that one's 
I was just straight out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's just that that dude wanted to hurt us and yeah. was like, Oh, I guess not. Yeah. Wow. Jeremiah fifteen six. Uh-huh. I God am weary of repenting. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what the who the how? Amos seven three six. Yeah. The Lord repented for this. Wow, there's a lot of yeah. uh, the there, Lord. There's more repenting than there is not repenting. I wonder though um, if there's a translation issue here. Oh, come on! <laughs> God repented of the evil that He had said that He would do unto them. That's nice when He repents of the evil that He would do unto them. Yeah, the Lord repented that He had made Saul king over Israel. Oh. This seems this to be a, the way that we use the this, word. This is a fallible God we're talking about here. Oh yeah, this guy is not. He well, he also gets tired. <laughs> he does, and not, and so combine the two, he got tired of repenting. He's a sleepy, fallible God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sleepy. So that's mine. Okay, God, God, uh, he doesn't repent, and he does repent, and he does repent. He's a little confused, and he clearly does repent. Yeah, a lot. For all of the mistakes that he makes, because right. he's infallible. Oh, and uh, just as to go back and hear the word used in the God does not repent way, Ezekiel twenty four fourteen, I I the Lord have spoken it; it shall come to pass, and I will do it. I will not go back. Neither will I spare. Neither will I repent. Bullshit, God! You're a repenty motherfucker. We know you do it. Don't try to trick us. We know how repenty you are. We know you do it. All right. Shut up, God. <laughs> well, how many sons does God have? Uh, one. John 3.18 totally agrees with you. Yeah. He that believeth on him is not con- is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Oh. Okay. Or 1 John 4.9 in this was manifested the love of God towards us because he, that he sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Oh. Of course we know that. Well, maybe, maybe there's more than one. Wait, son. Well, no, 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 Dan. Luke. You've read scriptures that, that, that clearly state. Clearly state what we know. However, Luke says in Luke 3.38, which, uh, which was the son of Enos which was the son of Seth, which was the son of Adam, which was the son of God. So Adam was the son of God? Adam was apparently also a son of God. Oh. So, so far, you know, two guys. That makes sense. He was okay. the first okay. human. Sure. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's okay. You could say he was a son of God. Sure. Uh, well, how about, that makes sense. Or, no, that makes sense. Or then there's, there's Genesis 6-2, when things get a little funky. 6-2, okay. Uh, six, two through four. Okay. That the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair and they looked and, and they took them wives all, uh, and they took, and they, and they took them wives of all which they chose. Ooh. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man for he, for that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be an hundred and twenty years, whatever the fuck that means. Oh, yeah. There and... The, okay. So God's sons have taken man's daughters of man yeah. as wives. Yeah, yeah. So here's the result. 
There were giants in the earth yeah. in those days, and also after that, uh -huh. when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children unto them, uh, that same became mighty men, which were of old men re of renown. Ooh, wow. So now there's, now there's several sons of gods, and they make giants when they help yeah. your ladies. Whoa. We're going to make some giants, baby. <laughs> yeah, the Jehovah's Witnesses love that. Whole little story there. Yeah, yeah. How about, I've seen that like in 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 pictures. How about this one? Mm -hmm. Job one six. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. Oh. That's the one the Mormons like. Yeah, because the Mormons believe that Satan is also our, that we're all sons and daughters of God. Absolutely. Uh, uh, spiritually, clearly, and, and that Satan was one of them, uh -huh. and that Jesus was one of them, and yeah. Satan was Jesus was number one, and uh -huh. Satan was number two. Yep. Uh, uh, so yes, uh, Job two one again. There was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came uh, also among them to present oh, himself. Oh boy, this is all very confusing. Damn, <sighs> it really is. So and then there's... How, how do people explain that away? Because it's I mean it's right there. Well, and these, I mean it's I... not like these are these are these are not verses that are just avoided. No, no, no. Whereas I, a lot of these that I read were like, I, Although I don't know the, what context. On, on the sons thing, I think that people will quibble over the word begotten. Okay. When it says Jesus was the only begotten son of okay. God, right. that's different than the only son of God. Mm, the, yeah. Thus we get into the Mormon explanation, which was right. that God actually begot <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> In, in Mary had herself some uh, celestial sex, some divine copulation, some inter divine intervention, <laughs> intercourseion. Anyway, so maybe you can argue around that with that word, but it's it's all very interesting. And yeah. the giants thing is outrageous. Love well, the giant thing. The, I mean, clearly, giants had to come from somewhere, Dan. <laughs> well, we needed a, a clear explanation <laughs> of why there are giants on this planet. <laughs> of course. There aren't giants, but why there used to be giants on this planet? <laughs> Who good, were all killed in the flood? A good, clear explanation of why there, why critters existed that we don't know for sure existed, but we've yeah. heard of them. Yeah. 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 All yeah. right. What yeah. else you got? Um, does God sleep? Oh, we already discussed he was a little sleepy earlier. Yeah. Or rather, he was tired. He was yeah. just... I think he, he was, was tired. He was tired of He repenting. was weary. Weary is different than being sleepy. Yeah. Okay. Right? So does does God sleep? I don't does know. Does God sleep? It doesn't well, seem likely. What do you think? Well, I mean, I think we've discovered that fish sleep. Mm -hmm. And that was a big question for me as a kid. Mm. Like, do do fish sleep? So They so, don't have eyelids. <laughs> so, so you don't know. <laughs> so I think I think God sleeps... I think he gets sleepy. You think he sleeps? What do you okay. got? Well, of course. I mean, you'd be right either way. Right, exactly. This, this is, is a pretty lame guessing this is, game. This is a game because because the answer <laughs> is both yes and no to all of these things. So does God sleep? Well, according to Psalm, uh, well, Psalms, uh, in Psalm 121, 3 through 4, mm. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither sleep nor slumber. And oh. the he is like capital H, he. Right. Right. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. Oh, good. Okay. Well, no, no sleepy God. But Psalm forty four twenty three, awake. Why sleepest thou, O Lord? <laughs> 
So in the same book, yeah, different chapter, different psalm, I guess right. in this case. Um, we uh, yeah. So this one, this one's strictly a problem for literalists because yes. the psalms are are I think widely believed to be poetic. Meh. So I don't have a huge problem with that. But there you go. Is that is that the only two verses that yeah. we have about sleepy? Yeah, sleepy God. Yeah, because yeah, it's I mean, two verses. One says he will not sleep nor slumber. Right. And the other says, wake and the up. The other one's like, yeah, why are you sleeping? <laughs> Get up. There's stuff happening down here. <laughs> wake up. <laughs> All right. Uh, is it okay to kill in the Bible? Oh. Um, I was a all... big one. Well, here's the deal. It's thou shalt not commit murder, right? Thou shalt not kill. Right, right, right. But I'm saying the, the commandment is thou shalt not murder, right? It's not thou shalt not kill. No, the translation is thou shalt not kill. Really? I think in almost all cases, it's thou shalt not kill. Really? Well, then, um, I'm going to say it is not okay to kill. Well, Exodus, Deuteronomy, they agree with you. Mm-hmm. They both have thou shalt not kill. Uh and also New Testament, Mark says, Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Blah, blah, blah. Luke says the same thing. You know, the, thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not blah, 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 blah. It, uh, Matthew says, He said unto him, Which? Jesus said, Thou shalt do no murder. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. This has been repeated over and over. So clearly, we're not allowed to kill. Okay. Uh, unless you read the rest of the Bible. Okay. That, no. Exodus twenty two eighteen. Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Oh. Now, you know. But clearly, oh, oh, that makes sense. If you're smart, then you can say, well, there's no such thing as a witch, so that's okay. We, I'm still in the clear for killing. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sorry. But the Bible if, clearly believes that witches exist. Yeah. So there, yeah. that's a problem. Yep. Uh, Exodus thirty two twenty seven. And he said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Put every man his sword by his side, and go in and out from the gate, or from gate to gate throughout the camp, and slay every man his brother, and every man his companion, and every man his neighbor. Okay. You, that's I, not... I don't know. That's I've, not killing. That's not really very convincing. <laughs> okay. That's a, I, I'm... I'm just not hearing it. <laughs> it you, you could be saying that God's killing, telling people to kill. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to side okay. with... Uh, let me give you some more examples. Steve doesn't we'll, like it. Let me, let me give you some more examples and we'll see okay, how okay. you fall. Okay, okay. Numbers 15.35. And the Lord said unto Moses, The man shall be surely put to death. All the congregation shall stone him with stones without the camp. Well, what did he do? Does it matter? Well, yeah. I mean, Some people deserve to die. The question is, is it okay to kill? <laughs> so clearly you're falling you're starting to fall in the camp of yes. Mm. You're starting to fall in the camp of yes. Samuel. First Samuel fifteen, two and three, thus saith the Lord of hosts, I remember that which Amalek did to Israel. Now he laid wait for him in the in the way when he came up from Egypt. Now go and smite Amalek, and utterly destroy all that they have, and spare them not, but slay both man and woman, infant and suckling, ox and sheep, camel and ass. That's what, some what, killing. What, what about the chickens? No, you gotta leave the chickens. 
You can't slay the chickens. Wow. So, I mean, this is this god is like wanting some, <laughs> some killing. Infant and suckling. Yeah, why? Why would you need to do that? Because fuck them. That's why. Wow. The god is Because that one dude killed that one other dude. So kill all his everybody. Makes sense. You must kill all of his everybody. Wow. And of course, one of those really famous sort of nice... Uh, scriptures that you hear that's that, that's so gentle that they even made a song by the birds mm-hmm. to everything there is a season turn turn and a time to every purpose under the heaven a time to be born and a time to die a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted a time to kill and a time to heal mm. dun, dun, dun. so there's a time for it. There's a time to kill. There's a time, Dan. It's not that it's just like... And that time is... It's not saying kill all the time. So clearly, <laughs> right. clearly he can say don't kill, but there is a time to kill. I, I can... I, 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 I can I can wrap my head around that. I sure. Sure. Yeah. sure. I mean, yeah. that Amalek guy needed, needed to have all his people killed for sure. Absolutely. And his animals. Yeah, that's a good time for that. <laughs> and I bet it was a good time, too. Mm. Yeah. For, for, every, for everyone involved. For all of the people. Okay. Well, I've got, an, I've got a question for you, Dan. Okay. Is it okay to take a census? <laughs> <laughs> um, if we read Second Chronicles 2.17, yeah. and Solomon numbered all the strangers that were in the land of Israel... After the numbering where it, wherewith David, his father, had numbered them. Oh. So clearly, Solomon had a census, like his father, David. Yeah. And, uh, and God didn't mind. Yeah. Right? That's, that's the right thing to do. That seems fine. Number, count, number the strangers. Count all the people. Second Samuel 24. <laughs> do they have to remember their numbers? <laughs> I don't know. You're one, you're number two, you're three, you're well, number four. We have to remember ours. We do. Well, we have a social security number. Oh, that's true. We have a number. That's true. We've been numbered. I mean, it's not like, it's not like my number is that my is where you, you fall where I fall in. in. No, but yeah. I have a number. It's true, you have a number. Yeah, mark of the beast. Clearly, mark of the beast. If 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 they ever require it to be, somehow be implanted in a chip in my hand, then you'll know. Then I'll know. Then you'll know. Mm. Yep. All right. So, Second uh, Samuel twenty four one through uh, seventeen. Uh, and again, the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he moved David against them to say, Go number Israel and Judah. And David's heart smote him after he had numbered the people. And David said unto the Lord, I have sinned greatly in that I have done. So the Lord sent a pestilence upon Israel, and there died of the people 70,000 men. Whoa! Because, because of the census. Because he numbered the people yeah but it's curious how they knew that there were seventy thousand, though well he had already done the numbering <laughs> very clear there was another there was an additional counting that took place. right right oh indeed yeah but one you, you can number dead people yeah a dead person census is fine yep well and then there's also the census that uh that sends uh jesus's little family that sends mary and joseph into the city of david right yeah, I mean that was that was the but that, that was, was Caesar yeah. who was calling for it. But but God doesn't seem to condemn him for it. No, he seems fine. Yeah. He, he 
he got through it somehow. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask the big question. Uh-oh. Are you ready for the big one? Okay. Can God do anything? Um, oh, that's a tricky one. Mm. That's a tricky one. Okay. Well, we know he can sleep. Yeah, he can. <laughs> yeah, so he can. He can do anything. He can do anything. Well, you know, I don't see any reason not to believe that. Genesis eighteen fourteen. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Mm. Uh, at the same appointed, at the same appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. But, I mean, the question, is there anything too hard for the Lord? No, of course okay. not. Okay. Then Job answered the Lord. This is Job 42, 1 and 2. Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that thou canst do everything, and that mm. no thought can be withholden from thee. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jeremiah, ah, Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out thy arm, and there is nothing too hard for thee. Nothing. Nothing. nothing is Clearly. too hard. Okay, good. You got some good, you, you got some good, um, you know, verses that you're citing. Here's, here's another good some one. Some good evidence. This is a really good on one. On your side. Luke, Luke is definitive. Okay. For with, the, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. It's true. Nothing. It's true. I mean, that's what I've been told my entire life, Dan. Absolutely. So, so what could possibly contradict that except Judges 1-9, okay. which says, And the Lord was with Judah, and he drove out the inhabitants of the mountain, but could not drive out the inhabitants of the valley, because they had chariots of iron. <laughs> <laughs> iron chariots are pretty tough to... Yeah. You can't just make oh, those wow. things move. Well, now we know... Right now we know the best defense against God. Right, exactly. If the second Get in the valley, yeah. If, if there's if the big final battle comes, boy, we, and we've got a lot of. I mean, what is a tank if not a chariot of iron? Oh, that's true. What is a? I mean, hell, a Toyota. A Toyota could do it. Yeah. Yeah. Try and stop me now, God. Yeah. Check out this chariot. I got well, a Mustang. Iron though, our cars aren't made from iron anymore. The chassis yeah. are, like the the frame. Yeah. Well, you better make something out of iron. That's all there is to it. <laughs> this flimsy steel is not going to work. Yeah, not not going to work at all. Carbon fiber? Forget about it. Oh, bust it to smithereens. Yeah, God could move. God could drive you out. Yeah, if you're in a carbon yeah, fiber yeah, yeah, chariot. Yeah, yeah, clearly. Okay. Okay. You, know, you get one of those heavy bad boys. They are hard to come by, though. Yeah, get, get yourself a tank. Uh, again. God can't do anything with a hard tank. Hard to come by. Do you all remember? Right. Do you remember that movie from the '80s? Tank. No. Oh, okay. Someone out there Tank. has seen this movie. The the retired retired general has his own has personal his own private tank. tank. That he drives around. And he teaches the people of his town a lesson. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet he does. <laughs> I can't remember the whole premise, <laughs> but I remember him shooting up the town. Nice. Yeah. Uh Mark six five. And he and and he could do there no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk. And healed them. Mm. Uh, he couldn't do any mighty work there. Hmm. I don't even That's know where bad. there is. I should have looked that up. Hebrews 6.18. That by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have, we might have a strong consolation. <laughs> sorry. for a sec- I have to read this from far away from me, so it's hard to read. I'm oh. sorry. Um, we might have a strong consolation. Who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. Mm-hmm. By two immutable things. I don't know about that. Weird. In Weird. which it was impossible for God to lie. It was impossible. Wow. 
Well, so he couldn't lie. He can't lie. He can't lie. He's like Superman in that respect. Superman can't lie. I thought it was George Washington. <laughs> I cannot tell a lie. I am Jesus. <laughs> I am God. Well, and what about you know? There are always the uh, the big questions like, can God build a a building so big he cannot lift it? Mm. I my head is spinning. Mind equals blown. Yeah. <laughs> my goodness. Yeah. I'm telling you, he's God works in mysterious ways, Dan. Mysterious and nonsensical and, ones. And, and God's um, God's prophets write in mysterious ways, <laughs> mysterious and stupid ways. Yes. Ooh. Well, there you go. Our infallible yet not infallible God. Our our repentant yet not repentant God. Our sleepy but not sleepy God. Wide awake God. Our, our murderous and yet pro- prohibitive against murder God. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? He is, he, it would suck to go on vacation with God. <laughs> he, you would not ever know where you stood with him. No. Like, w- which sites are you going to go see? I feel like he, he would say he wants to, and then he wouldn't go. I feel like that's Old Testament God. I feel mm-hmm. like New Testament God is a lot, has, is, has calmed down a lot. He chilled mm-hmm. out. Huh. Kind of got his uh, facts straight a little bit more. Yeah. Like Old Testament God was grumpy and like you'd go on vacation with him and then you'd say, you'd be like, let's climb this thing. And he'd be like, I don't want to. And you'd be like, <laughs> but the rest of us want to climb the thing. And he'd be like, that's it. I'm killing your whole family. <laughs> but New Testament God isn't like that. New <laughs> Testament God's more like, oh, okay, let's just all do whatever. It's great. Yeah, ish. <laughs> and then there's all the references back. Right, sure. Right? Oh, sure. He's like, you know, I could just kill your whole family. I could just kill your whole family. <laughs> I could kill everyone in your whole city if I wanted uh, to. You know that, right? Yeah. I could kill all of humanity except, you know, seven or eight people in a boat. You want to just sit here at this fucking cafe <laughs> all afternoon? I'll, I will smite you. I'll I'll kill everybody. <laughs> I don't even give a fuck. I repent me that I made you. Yeah. I repent it. Mm-hmm. I am feeling gross about making you ingrates. Mm. And I, now, I and want to go to the zoo. We are going to the zoo. And we're all getting gelato. <laughs> I don't want gelato. You're getting gelato! <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's God yeah. for you. Biblical God. Go to that site. It's fun. <laughs> it's a fun little site. Go and... Uh, Go and anger your Christian friends uh, with that site. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's a serious weapon. <laughs> that one. Yeah, there's a lot. It's one that should there's, be uh, thrown around a little bit more. There's, there's there's probably close to a thousand different Bible contradictions on just that website alone. Oh yeah, easy. Like I went to the list of all of them, and uh-huh. it was like the print was small. It's tiny, and it was just I kept scrolling down. Yep. And there were like four columns wide yep. too. Yeah, that was intense it's a lot a lot of contradiction so have fun with that everybody go check it out and uh oh and don't forget so we're having our hundredth thing coming up we're gonna remind you at the end here so that like you can actually do something yeah so you're gonna call us and you're gonna tell us about your your tgia yeah moments and we should be clear here about something okay this is a voicemail challenge only. That's right. This That's is right. not a don't you write to choose us. your email or send us something on Facebook. It's lovely. We'll Dan we'll, and I will we'll, see it. We'll cherish it. 
<laughs> but we won't. But we want. We want to hear the, other voices. But the point of this is that we're going to put it together into some sort of little package. This is an audio medium, we, people. Yeah, we don't want to be the ones reading your words. We want to hear it from you. Right. So if you could please call us, call us at four two four six 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 eight four four two. Yep. Then and we, leave us a message. Leave us a little message. Up to three be. minutes. Up to three. Up to. But really, it's better. The shorter it is, the better it is. The, that is absolutely right. The shorter, the better. Yeah. It'll make us so happy. Keep it about a minute and a half. Or a minute, if you can. Well, yeah, but, I mean, let's face it. Yeah. It'll go. The shorter it is, the better. We love you guys. And we want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. And we want you to be a part of our 100th episode. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, if And you also, have, don't if, wait until, like, the day before the 100th episode No, comes we'll out. remind you next week, but, but, but do it, it now. Try to get it in this week. Do it now, if you can. And if you have, and we're, we're, we're the teacher at the front of the classroom right now, saying, "Don't wait to write this right, paper." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. But if you have other correspondence that you want to send to us, you can reach us uh, on the on the 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 what is it called? The email, the email, <laughs> which is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash tgi atheist, or you can also leave us a voicemail just about stuff. So yeah. the voicemail again is four two four six six six. TGIA, which is 424-666-8442. All right. Uh, well, thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use their music. And uh, thanks to all of you out there for being sweet and wonderful. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.